Our best defense has been social distancing. No handshaking, staying home when you're sick, washing your hands frequently. Did you wash your hands? Welcome to a special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. As we continue to deal with the coronavirus pandemic that has affected the world over, your hosts, Alvin and Edmund, will be joined by medical professionals that will keep you informed, safe, and healthy inside and out. And now, here are your hosts, Alvin and Edmund. Party people, party people. How are you doing out there? This is Alvin. I mean, <laughs> this is Edmund, and I am tuning in, listening to you today, or you are tuning in, listening to me today. Unfortunately, Alvin is not able to be here. He's working on a project with the kids. So you got me to yourself today, but we got some uh, good information for you coming from the doctors and some uh, amazing music. So thank you for tuning in. So my co-host today, I guess, is going to be you, Greg. Okay. How was your weekend, man? Pretty good. I got plenty of rest. You got plenty of plenty of rest? Yeah. That's okay. normally what I focus on. Okay. All right. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, y'all. So we're going to get the show started off as we normally do uh, with the Black National Anthem, and uh, we'll be right back.
Are you looking for compassionate, knowledgeable, and affordable pet care? Then Just for Pets Wellness Center is just right for you. We are located in the Bella Rosa Shopping Plaza at 8911 Daniels Parkway, Suite 7 in Fort Myers, Florida. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And on Saturdays, by appointment. Call us today at 239-270-5721 or visit us at www.just4petsfl.vet. And we're on Facebook and Instagram, too. This is fashion designer Edmund Newton. I'd like to tell you about Enmask.com. Enmask.com is my only source for non-surgical cloth masks. I've teamed up with Enmask.com to create and design a collection of limited edition masks. These masks are washable, reusable, breathable, and most importantly, fashionable. Shop online now at Enmask.com. That's E-N-M-A-S-K-S.com for quality masks made in America. Hi, I'm Dr. Carissa Hines of Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa, and I'm here to help you make sense of medicine. Join me every Thursday at 11 a.m. for clear, informative conversations about health issues. Don't be intimidated by fancy medical speak. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. to learn what questions to ask your doctor about your medical conditions. Call me and let's talk about your health. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on Real 1100 a.m. You can also call in at 404-603-8770 with your medical questions. Be sure to listen to The Wellness Enclave with Dr. Donna Sewell, a podcast that explores emotional health and its impact on everyday life. In The Enclave, we will address emotional health and how it is connected to other parts of your life, such as physical health, relationships, spirituality, and even decision-making. The Wellness Enclave with Dr. Sewell can be found on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.
Are your pet's vaccinations up to date? Just for Pets Wellness Center can help keep your pets protected from fleas, ticks, heartworms, and other nasty bugs with the latest parasite detection and prevention programs available. We offer parasite screening and prevention to the most advanced topical and chewable medications. Using our online pharmacy is affordable, safe, convenient, and provides home delivery. Visit our website for more information at www.justthenumber4petsfl.vet or give us a call at 239-270-5721. This is fashion designer Edmund Newton. I'd like to tell you about Enmask.com. Enmask.com is my only source for non-surgical cloth masks. I've teamed up with Enmask.com to create and design a collection of limited edition masks. These masks are washable, reusable, breathable, and most importantly, fashionable. Shop online now at Enmask.com. That's E-N-M-A-S-K-S.com for quality masks made in America. Be sure to listen to The Wellness Enclave with Dr. Donna Sewell a podcast that explores emotional health and its impact on everyday life. In the Enclave, we will address emotional health and how it is connected to other parts of your life, such as physical health, relationships, spirituality, and even decision-making. The Wellness Enclave with Dr. Sewell can be found on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Hi, I'm Dr. Carissa Hines of Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa, and I'm here to help you make sense of medicine. Join me every Thursday at 11 a.m. for clear, informative conversations about health issues. Don't be intimidated by fancy medical speak. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. to learn what questions to ask your doctor about your medical conditions. Call me and let's talk about your health. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on Real 1100 a.m. You can also call in at 404-603-8770 with your medical questions. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder that no matter the time of the day and no matter what day of the week, East Coast, West Coast, all points in between, we are always on. So go to your app store and download the Real 1100 app and listen wherever and whenever. The Real, Real, Real. Do to me that makes me love you now I'm living. 
And I promise this I'll do as long as I'm living I'm thinking of you And the things you do to me That makes me love you Now I'm living in ecstasy Hey, it's you And the things you do to me That makes me love you Now I'm living in ecstasy
All right, everybody, we're back. I'm back. I had to step out, take a very important call. So we had to leave you with some soulful sounds and some good music to listen to. Hopefully you were grooving to all of that. And upon my return back into the studio, I had a surprise guest. <laughs> and I'd like to let that young lady introduce herself. It's a voice that you are should be familiar with. So go ahead and say hello to the people. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Carissa from Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa in studio with Edmund today. In studio. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well, doing very well. And let me say, uh, first of all, congratulations to your one year Thank you. Thank on you being so on the much. air. Thank yes. you. Yes, that is awesome. So how do you feel with that? Uh, still kind of surprised, actually, because, you know, when I when I started this, I had no idea what I was doing or how I would do it or how long it would last. And, you know, the fact that it has been a whole year already. A year. Yeah, you know, with guests and, you know, I still have guests that want to come on the show and people are still listening. So it's just, a, it's a huge blessing. Do you feel that this is something that you um, kind of aspired subconsciously or do you think it was just, no, you fell into it? No, I just it. fell into it. So, really? um, so how this all came about, um, I did some Facebook videos. So about a year, maybe 15 months ago. Okay. And I put it out on my personal page mm -hmm. And a friend of mine who is Alvin's niece told Alvin, you have to watch my friend's video. Hmm. And so then Alvin said, well, connect us. So he and I talked and then I started doing the segments. And then shortly after that, he was like, you know what? You need your own show. Your own show. And I said, OK. <laughs> Just blindly saying, OK, you know, because I, I was trying something new. Mm -hmm. I said, you know what? I'm going to say yes to things okay. instead of overthinking it and talking myself out of it. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say yes. If it works, great. If it doesn't, I'm no worse for trying. There you go. And so here we are a year later. A year later. Yeah. And looking forward to the future. Yes. All right. Yes, awesome. Indeed. Awesome. And let me also say happy anniversary. Thank you very yes, much. Definitely. Thank you. You're yeah, welcome. we celebrated nine years nine yesterday. Years. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, yeah, just this week is just a great week of celebrations for me. Okay. So I'm, I'm loving it. And today is the first. And today is the first. First of July. Indeed. All right. All right. So um, I would like to ask you uh, your take on this whole COVID um, situation, since that's something that we yeah. speak on weekly. Yeah. Um, I did uh, see on the news, and I do not remember the gentleman's name exactly, but he made the statement that if you have not been vaccinated yet, mm -hmm. that you're in trouble. Yeah, that, that's a real possibility. Okay. So, you know, what is going on now? And we've talked about this before, about these different variants of the COVID vaccine, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, of course, you know, we had the original iteration that came out. And like everything, it is everything in nature. It is um, an issue of adapt or die. Okay. Right? And life. so life, <laughs> life, exactly. Adapt or die. Adapt yes. or die. <laughs> um, and these viruses and bacteria are no different, particularly with viruses. Okay. And so um, the virus has mutated to produce these different variants. And they're very, very slight changes. Um, and, you know, it's way above my, my pay grade to talk about the differences. Um, but they're very, very slight, you know, slight variations that create these new variants. And basic, it's based upon mutations. Mm -hmm. So this isn't a brand new virus every single time. It's a virus in a different outfit. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what we are up to now is the Delta variant. And that one is causing quite a bit of, um, of upheaval. 
So, of course, you know, if anyone's been paying attention to the news and knowing what's been happening in happening in India, um, how they are just overrun with COVID. And at first they had very, very strict lockdown and seemed to have their hands around it. And then they opened the country back up and then it exploded all over again. And their medical system is really having a hard time and is being very much so overwhelmed by the number of patients with COVID. But of course, you know, India is a very populous country to begin mm-hmm. with. Um, and so you have hospitals that are overwhelmed, really, and they're having to turn people away. Um, you know, they're even, you know, a couple of months ago, they were even telling people, if you come to the oxygen, you come to the hospital, you have to bring your own oxygen. Wow. Which is unheard of, you know, in this country, because, you know, I'm going to ask you and other people, where would you even get it? My question would, yeah, like my question would be, where would you where get, would it? You get and, it? And what would it consist of? Is that the oxygen the tank. tank that you see people mm-hmm. with? So right. what have you had previously not known anything about that? Like, right. where, where do you go to even purchase that? Exactly. You know? Well, you know, so there is where do you get it? And, of course, there's a supply issue and, of course, a supply and demand issue. So I'm sure there may be some price gouging going on. I don't know that for sure. But that's not unreasonable because we see that even here, you know, how look how during the gas shortage, how gas prices just all of a sudden went up and people were hoarding gas and then selling it for $15 a gallon and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So that's kind of a human nature kind of thing to happen. Mm -hmm. But just, you know, outside of the supply and demand, if you don't even know how to get an oxygen tank, how would you even procure it to then go to the hospital with it? And so, you know, of course, a tremendous number of people in India have died as a result of COVID. And, um, you know, if you've, again, if you follow the news, you see that they're having these mass cremations of, mm. of folks because they don't even have enough capacity to truly bury people in their traditional methods. And so that variant has, has swept and un- unfortunately is now here in the United States becoming the more prevalent variant. I hear that. Yeah. So with, with the, it being the more prevalent uh, variant, and, and the world kind of opening back up, mm-hmm. you know, and people that have been vaccinated, you know, and some that have not actually taking their mask off. And I guess kind of like somewhat, for lack of a better word, slacking on some of the elements of the sanitizing and, and stuff. Because I know we got tired of it in, in the lockdown. Well, but Well, there was the fatigue. Okay. But then we have told people and by we, I mean, the medical community have told people, you that know, it's okay to that do. it's OK. But now, you know, and and I've always had some um, some reservation about those recommendations because one of the things that we talked about that we were waiting on was this herd immunity. So herd immunity is that you have a significant number of a population that is vaccinated. So that way everybody is protected because, of course, with all vaccinations, not everybody can get it. Mm -hmm. You know, there are some conditions and reasons why, and there are a lot of reasons um, as to why people cannot receive the vaccine, even if they want it. Right. Um, And so if enough of the population that can be vaccinated actually gets vaccinated, then that not only protects them, it protects the unvaccinated as well. Okay. Usually that is around 70 to 80 percent of whichever population that you're talking about. So here in the United States, we would need to have close to 250, 260 million people vaccinated in order to say that we have attained herd immunity and we are not there yet. So as of today, according to the CDC, 
only about 66 and a half percent of all adults that are eligible in the United States have received one vaccine. So that is not even fully vaccinated. Mm. Right. So fully vaccinated numbers, we're hovering in the 50 percentile. Okay. so we're not near 70 to 80 yet. And, you know, now that we have reopened the world and said it's okay to take your mask off and go out and enjoy, um, you know, I'm afraid that there will be more people who will not get their vaccination because we in the medical community have said it's okay to go outside. Mm -hmm. Um, And now we're having to backtrack now that this Delta variant is is popping up and is really causing trouble more so amongst the unvaccinated population. Um, For example, in Missouri, they are seeing where their hospital systems are being overwhelmed with COVID cases again, just like we were last March. Now, is there March, certain, April, May. Is there a certain demographic, age group or whatever? We're seeing it in younger people this time. OK. Um, you know, so, of course, the for- first go around were the extremes, you know, the extremes of age. Um, you know, our elder population, people who had significant health issues or maybe immunocompromised um, for whatever reason, that that was the vulnerable population. And we thought that, you know, our younger population would be OK while they still could spread the virus that they wouldn't be um, made as sick if they were to contract it. Mm -hmm. And in our pediatric population, we still are seeing that is bearing out. So very, very few children under the age of 12 have contracted the virus and gotten very, very sick from it. You know, and by sick, I mean hospitalized. There have been a few deaths, but not nearly the number when you compare it to the other age groups. But now we're seeing that young, healthy adult population are the ones that are number one not being vaccinated at the at the fastest rate. Okay. Um, the fastest rate of vaccination are actually our senior citizens. So shout out to them because they are on it. They listen. They yeah. are and on a it. A lot of them have been on it since the very since beginning. The beginning. Right. Yeah, I right. know. Um, back home, a lot of uh, people were kind of somewhat uh, timid, scared, mm-hmm. sure. afraid to make that decision to become sure. vaccinated. And uh, I know my mom, you know, she kind of like heard it up. Everybody, look, look, I'm going to get mine. You can come with me. Let's go. Come on. Let's go get it. And I think that encouragement and that, you know, element of she's a caretaker, Mm -hmm. you know, first and foremost. And then she's like the the, the head person in the family, you know, so everyone Mm -hmm. listens to her. So they they all, you know, went in agreement with her and went and got their shot. You know, a lot of them were older. And uh, that even trickled down to some of the younger generation that, right. you know, were, had to make that decision ultimately to yeah. get the shot or not. Yeah. So where are we now with some of the shots? Because from what the gentleman spoke on the phone, I mean, on the, on the phone, on the television, in regards to if you have not been vaccinated, then you're in trouble. So have a lot of these places that were doing vaccinations not available anymore? Are we low on vaccine? No. Or so the supply still is still there. So you just need to go get it. You just need to go and get it. Okay. Um, you know, and we have been talking about vaccine hesitancy that a lot of people for a lot of different yes, reasons. Yes, a lot of different reasons. Um, you know, did not want to get it and mm-hmm. were thinking about it and contemplating and so on and so forth. And unfortunately, it's looking like that window is closing, not so much so because of um, availability of vaccine, because you still can get vaccines and get them for free. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if anyone is in the in the community, you know, just kind of look at your community resources. Um, you know, I was actually just in Walmart a few minutes ago. That's why I was in the area. Um, and I was at their pharmacy and they still are offering COVID vaccines for free. OK, so, you know, a lot of your big box pharmacies still have it available for free, your Walmart, Walgreens. Um, but a lot of your community health centers 
um, you may not be going directly to the health department, but they have these satellite locations where they are still offering vaccine and offering it for free. You just have to go and sign up and get an appointment and and do all of that. So the vaccine is still available. Um, But what we are finding is this Delta variant is so aggressive. So that's what we're saying when we're saying, you know, you may be running out of time because it is more contagious, meaning that it is easier to transmit from one person to another. And when people are getting it, they are getting sicker faster. Okay, can can I can I ask you a question? Sure. And this is a question (laughs) some of the listeners may have as well. Okay, so with that, who if this is worse than the one that we like just pretty much, you know, have come through. Mm hmm. How do you foresee the the um, vaccination kind of like assisting with it? Have they been studies on it stating that like, OK, so this is what happened to those who have been vaccine and, you know, have received the vaccine. And this is what happened right. to those that didn't. So what we are seeing is that the vaccine is protective. It's protective. OK. Yes. OK. Um, Moderna specifically has come out and said that they their vaccine is definitely protective against this Delta variant. Okay. Um, but they had said that about the other variants as well. So there was a UK variant, there was a South African variant, and one more that I'm not remembering before the Delta variant. So, you know, I guess if they go A, B, C, D, D being the fourth manifestation in okay. Delta. So, um, yeah, so that was, you know, you're still protected. Now, of course, with any vaccine, you still can get the disease. So you still, even if you're vaccinated, can contract COVID. Um, And the purpose of the vaccine is not necessarily to prevent you from getting it 100 percent. But the true purpose of the vaccine is to prevent you from dying from getting the disease, whatever that may be. Mm -hmm. So, you know, of course, you know, as time goes on and of course, this is. A, a study in evolution, right? Because as data is coming in, we are learning more because with this situation, we've kind of been building the plane as we fly it, so to speak, right? Yes. Um, so as more data comes out, it may come out that the vaccine is 100% protective, but we just don't have enough data to say that for sure for now. Right now. So, you know, in terms of this variant and this outbreak being worse, I don't think that it will be because back when, you know, a year ago, there was no vaccine available. And so everyone was at risk. So I think you may see smaller numbers of people with more severe disease. You're following me? Because more people are vaccinated and getting vaccinated. And so Mm -hmm. they are protected. And so when you look at the total pot of people who are at risk, that pot is smaller this time. Okay. But for those who are at risk, if they do contract it, the chances of them becoming ill is greater and having the consequences, you know, going to the hospital and maybe even dying. Wow. Um, what type of um, we have a caller on the line, but I do have oh, one, wow. one quick question. We yeah. can, what type of uh, precaution like could do you recommend someone to take this mask, sanitize? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. social distance mm-hmm. so really in actuality we need to go back to what we were doing prior to we never should have stopped I, in I, my opinion I and I agree in my opinion I, I agree with and you. I say that as a vaccinated person I still when I go out I still wear my mask okay. when I go out 
you know, to the grocery store, to the mall, wherever, you know, I am still doing that. I still social distance as much as I can. Now, I will say, you know, I'm, I'm a sociable person, so I have missed interacting with people. Okay. So that's why when I called Alvin today, I was like, you know what, I can come to the studio, <laughs> you know, because it's just nice to to meet you in person and see you in person, you know. Likewise, yeah. Like, you know, because we need that and we yeah. have needed that human yeah. interaction. It's All of energy, us have. But right. still you have to like. But you still have to be careful. Careful, yeah. You have to be yeah. careful with what you do. Okay. All right. Sure. So we have a caller on the line. Let's take that caller. Caller, can we get your name, please? My name is Alvin. Ah. <laughs> What's going on in there? What's hey, happening? Alvin. Happy anniversary, Doc. Thank you so much. What's going on, man? How you doing? Man, I'm having a great time with the kids today. We did had a great show. So, you know, I got the summer camp going on yes. for the rest of the summer. So, you know, of course, you're holding it down. And I was trying to squeeze in and listen to a little bit of the call while I'm working with my kids. And, and uh, I'm glad Doc told me that because I had planned on going to the club for the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Is the club outdoors or what? Because, you know, again, different, different types of activities. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're doing something that is outdoors, that is less risky Mind you, I didn't say zero, less risky, less risky. than doing something in a closed venue. Okay. Um, and then, of course, a larger cl- crowd. So, you know, if let's say you go to the beach, should be okay. It should be all right. All but, right. you know, if you're going like, you know, spring break level capacity of the beach, maybe not so much. Hmm. You hear that, Alvin? I hear. Well, uh, I was going to go to the little cat tavern like they got in the country. You know? <laughs> oh, Lord. A bonfire. He, Let's do a bonfire he outside. Going. He up here talking about he's trying to go to the juke I'm, joint. Lord have mercy, I'm going Jesus. To the, I'm going to the sugar shack. They got See? some, uh, <laughs> some, some Everclear. They said it'll knock that Corona hey, right on out. Uh, that's what oh, I heard, too. It's going to knock you out, too. I, I heard Lord that. And make you sleep and get some good rest. See? How, how, how are the kids over there? <laughs> the kids, it was really good. They made uh, vegan pizza today and vegan chocolate chip cookie bag. A group of second graders, and I had my nice. intern working with me. We had a good time. Awesome, awesome. Very we nice. had a good time. And they pre- challenged me to some push-ups, too. I couldn't believe a little second graders Uh-oh. told me I couldn't do no push-ups. So I had to How many did you get push-ups. in? I, they told me they could do 40. So when I got started, they only they stopped at five. I was like, what happened? Y'all stopped counting? <laughs> but we, you, thought you could, we didn't thought you could do that many. I was like, all right. Uh, look, but you, you were glad that they stopped at five, right? <laughs> I, I really was. I was glad. Cause I'm tired. Listen to him. He's over there with Y'all, the kids doing kids are chefs, you know, live. Kids are chefs. And uh, doing it live with them. So, uh, yeah, he's he's getting the, awesome. the younger generation prepared to eat healthy, healthy and showing them how to prepare meals, you know, the right way. Very cool. Yep. I Thanks, know y'all got to go to a break. I'm, I'm going to let y'all go so you can go do the FCC thing. Yes. Doc, congratulations. We're doing a great you. year. Thank you Edmund so much. Is really, I think, I think his year is either passed already. He didn't realize it. But anyway, y'all have a great show. Uh, and I'll be talking to y'all. Thanks, All man. Right. Take care, Alvin. All right. Have a good one. All right. Take care. You are tuned into WWE Hapeville. AM 1100. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Thank you for tuning in with us, everyone. Today we have a special guest. If you were not already listening, you just tuned in. You are listening and tuned in to Old Fashioned Health Radio with Alvin and Edmund. And today we have a special guest replacing Alvin because he's out working with the kids doing Kids a Shelf. And your name? I'm Dr. Hines of Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa. All right, yeah. So um, we, prior to, we're speaking on what's going on with COVID, 
and um, this new new variant. New variant. Yep. And um, how it's affecting people, and it's here. Yep. It's here, people. So you know, we know that a lot of us, you know, I'll say us, you know, have uh, kind of downplayed the sanitation, the mask. You know, we were told it's okay to take your mask off. Mm-hmm. Now's the time to kind of like start thinking about that again and keeping them with you and trying to stay healthy and safe. And that's really about all that you can do other than being vaccinated. Right. Correct. I mean, is there being anything else that you can is do? going to be the the biggest game changer okay. um, for you? Yeah, um, because that is going to open up. And by, by being vaccinated, I mean, being fully vaccinated. Fully. So both shots. You either both shots and you are two to three weeks out from your second shot because it takes some time. Oh. for You know, it's not an immediate thing. OK. Um, it takes some time for your immune system to learn what it is to do if it sees this. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to give yourself that time for your body to do that. Um, but if you are two to three weeks out from either your second shot of Moderna or Pfizer or your one and only shot from Johnson and Johnson, um, then you are fully vaccinated. And that opens some opportunities for you, you know, because it is safer for you to then go out without a mask, um, although, you know, indoors you still should do it but if you're gathering you know you can go out to eat and of course you have to take your mask off to do that you can feel relatively safe with doing this again it's not going to be a hundred percent but it is better than not being able to go out and participate in the world the way you want to so that is going to be the biggest game changer if that is not an option for you for whatever reason and you know and again you know let me just say you know if you are vaccine Um, I won't say vaccine hesitant or vaccine contemplating, I think is the better term. I like that better because a lot of people are still waiting on more data, you know, for them to feel comfortable. And everyone has to feel uh, comfortable with With within and of themselves to get this done Um, because it is not, you know. It is not just water, right? Yeah. It's, know, a, it's a huge is, decision it to is make. A, it is a big decision to make. It's a big decision, yes. It is a big decision. And so, you know, I don't like, um, you know, vaccine shaming. Okay. You know, like if you're not getting vaccinated, then there's something wrong with you or yeah. you're, you know, you're less intelligent or whatever. Um, you know, because a lot of people have a lot of legitimate reasons and legitimate fear as to why they don't want to do this. But the question that I'm going to pose to you, um, are you af- more afraid of COVID or are you more afraid of the vaccine? Because it's getting to the point where that is the choice, Yeah. you know, yeah. that you either one or the other. And, you know, I personally have seen what COVID looks like up close and personal, and I would not wish that on my my worst enemy to see the struggles of, of what people have gone through. Some have survived and many have not. And so, you know, I definitely don't enjoy seeing, um, you know, seeing people die and seeing their families, you know, struggling with um, with the loss of someone who otherwise would be here. Yeah. You know, so definitely definitely continue to consider and hopefully as you are considering you are working your way towards finding out where you can get a vaccination yeah yeah all right well we can't have you on as a guest without having you you know request some type of song like give us some type of groove or feel and you needed a second to think about that i know Uh, i kind of hit hit you with it on a fly so, you know, a song that I have been, that has been in my head, I'm a huge Prince fan. Oh, okay. All right. And so, um, Lady Cab Driver. Lady Cab Driver? Is the song okay, so while we I'm wait for Greg, to, we'll, we'll let him pull that up for you. And I do have a quick question while he's pulling that up. Yep. Um, in regards to the booster shot. 
Yep. Do you have any uh, updated information in regards to is that going to be something that is a definite or is right now is just so kind of like So that recommendation hasn't come out firmly yet, Okay. but it makes sense. All right. um, and it makes sense because just like with the flu, the flu changes every year, right? Mm. And so the vaccine changes every year. And so especially with COVID being as dynamic as it is in terms of the mutation, we don't know for sure how many variations will be and what variation will be resistant to the vaccine. So we will definitely have to develop something that says this is going to cover this new edition of COVID. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, we don't know yet how long the immunity lasts. We don't know how long it lasts if you've had COVID and recovered. And we don't know how long this vaccine should take you because, you know, most of most vaccines require a booster at some interval. Right. Normally, what's the timeline with that? Is it a year or six it months? Or? It depends on what it is. So the okay. flu is every year. Every year. Um, okay. If you are looking at your tetanus vaccine, that's every five to 10 years. Okay. Um, so if you are not up to date, which I realized I was not up to date, so I had to re-up my tetanus. Um, and then there are some that are, you know, the, the lifelong vaccines. So, for example, your measles, mumps, rubella, you got that as a kid. And unless there's some extraordinary circumstance, you never have to get that again once you're finished with that series in childhood, because that is a lifelong immunity or polio um, is one. Chicken pox is another one that you get that one shot. If you uh, provide I've had I had chicken pox because there was no vaccine when I when I was a kid. Um, but you get that one vaccine and you generally don't have to get get a booster. But then there's some that do. So definitely, you know, get with your primary care provider to see where you are on the schedule. Um, And once that recommendation is made, be prepared to, you know, just add that to your yearly health regimen. All right. We got that song pulled up for a great. All right. We're going to take it into this special request by Prince. (laughs) (laughs)
We back. We back. That was Thelma Houston. Used to hold me so tight. That was one of those uh, groove cuts. What you know about that lady? So, you know, I thought that as I was just saying, we were saying off air, I was asking, I was like, is that Loose Ends? Because I've heard this song and, you know, you just don't know who, who yeah. it is, but you're sitting here, you're singing it and, and all of that. Just It's like one of those songs you have to Shazam. It's like I've heard that so many times, but I didn't know but who, who sings it. it. Yeah. Right. And we were right. talking about like the producers and how back in the day you would have um, producers working for so many and with so many different artists and you could hear that sound. That it was like It's that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we specifically hit like Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Now, I don't right. know or think that they did this particular one. But, but when they you, do have a signature. They have a Definitely. signature touch and they know that they work really well together. Mm-hmm. And they have taken some artists to like levels that you know that if they weren't working directly with those two producers, it wouldn't have it, gone. N- not as far right. as it's gone. And well, I mean, of, because you can look at, uh, you know, Jam and Lewis and Janet Jackson. Yeah, I was, you took the words. I was, that was where I was look going next what, with Janet. You know, yes. with that control album. Yes. That was just a beast. And yes. that just took off and just shot her. Cause of course, you know, she was already famous, Yes, but that just took her into the stratosphere. It did. It did. Just, you know, working with, you know, and, and you know, my husband and I talk about this a lot when we're talking about music and how it is so important to have the right artist with the right producer. Yes. So think about Rick James and Tina, Tina Marie. Yes. 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 Like anybody else with her, I don't think would they have brought it out. out of her. I don't think they would have brought that out. And, you know, and that music is just classic and timeless, you know, with the two of them together. Yes. You know, it's, it's there's a chemistry there that you can't that it just has to happen. It organically. organic. It has to happen. Yes. And it's you cannot duplicate that. Speaking of that, since, since you tapped into Rick James, Rick James is someone that I know me personally. You kind of look at his personality, his looks, his album covers. And even his catalog of music mm-hmm. and the diversity mm-hmm. and his range and his mm-hmm. ability. And then you, you know, later in his life, you hear the stories that went along with a lot of that. But he right. was a rock star. Right. Like he was the epitome of what right. rock star lifestyle lived. Like even the stories that you hear, like he did so many things that you would hear about. But you are not able to take away from his talent. Exactly. And like you say, the artist that he's worked with. Because exactly. there was a few other artists that he put out. Um, a young lady, I'm not able to think of her name, but there's a few songs that I really like. But there was no one that he, you know, teamed up as well with other than Tina, Tina Marie, Marie directly. Sure. You know, sure. but let me like, yeah, I was about to ask you a question in regards to him. But like Rick was the man. Definitely. Rick James was the man. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Well, you know, when you look at all of these, all of these artists and and how they are able to create their art. One of the things that I see and just kind of tapping on a health issue is a lot of them have there's something that is going on. So either they can pull from great pain or great struggle. And you hear that when especially the artists who are also songwriters. Yes. That they pull from that and and put it on paper so beautifully Mm -hmm. that it sounds nice. So a a perfect example of that, um, the song Olivia by The Whispers. Yeah. Now, if you now that that's a jam, right? Okay. But do you know what that song is talking about? A young lady who got turned out by some pimps and was exactly. Not aware. Yeah, she ends up being trafficked. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, all of these years, you're sitting here grooving to this. The smooth sound. It's a smooth sound, and, and it's a beautiful it. song. You know, it's, it's a very tragic song, but look at the subject matter of what they are talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know that a lot of people even knew. That that's what that song was really, really talking about, because we, you know, we all sing it, and and it's not until you really sit and listen to the lyrics that you hear like, 
wait a minute, I have a daughter. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, I don't want her to be Olivia at all. Exactly. You know, you know what I'm saying? And you see that. But, you know, they are, they are, it, it's, a, it's an amazing thing, and it's a gift that they are able to pull from, um, you know, either life experience or, you know, for some of the artists who, um, you know, have created some of their greatest work while they were high or mm-hmm. under the influence, mm-hmm. which is, I'm like, wow, you know, I I don't even know how people are standing up, let alone creating incredible works of art. And that's probably with this. that's probably you a know? time when they, you know, are probably some of them at their most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was watching the documentary the other night um, on I want to say Netflix or Prime, one of those. But Mary J. Blige. I haven't watched life. that yet, but I oh, hear it's I it's hear good. and and I was just talking to my cousin about that. I was like, you know, Mary J. Blige's discography is like a chronology of my life. Really? Well, because, you know, when she when she came out with What's the 411, What's the okay. I was a second year in college. Okay. And so the things that she was talking about, about relationships and all the, you know, because none of our, nobody at 20 has it together. I don't care, you know, how smart you are or whatever. You think you got it together and then something happens and your cheese slides all the way off your cracker. And there you are. Mm-hmm. But just the things that she's gone through in life and the stages that she has been at, in her music, I could always relate to that based upon what I was going through at that particular stage in my life. And I think, again, that is just when you have an artist who has a long stay, mm-hmm. you know, a, a range of work over decades, it's amazing if you catch them right at the beginning and you can kind of grow with them and see your life evolve to their music because everybody has a song that you can remember that you associate with a certain time you, in your life a certain time a certain in period your life of time. yeah i, so, I yeah. block like periods of time you know not necessarily exact dates right but like okay but you when remember, this was out when you hear you that remember. song you go back to that moment right, yeah yeah right. definitely definitely and Mary you, J. Blige, takes you all the way back and yes. she takes me all, all the, the way, way back, back through yes. a whole lot of stuff and style wise too now yes let's 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 definitely like give credit there in regards to yes. the different styles um she was iconic in her looks, you know, and what they were creating. And it's funny you say that, you know, sometimes you see an artist and if you catch them while they're young and either assist, develop or nurture or whatever it may be, their career, because that was one of the things that, you know, Puffy assisted in mm-hmm. with, with her career path and stuff like mm-hmm. that, as well as as well as Andre Harrell. Mm-hmm. Andre Harrell. Yeah. And um, I mean, you know, watching the documentary, seeing her lifespan, a lot of the things I feel that I was, you know, I already knew, but a lot of them I didn't. Right. But when you see the artist speaking directly from a place of pain or listening to music mm-hmm. and even joy or happiness, but there wasn't a whole lot that you that you see or saw in, in that, you know, and she, did, right. she spoke on a lot of that and her reasoning behind it. I won't talk, you know, too much about it because you haven't seen it. Yeah, definitely but it's, it's, a good, it's a good watch. It's definitely a good watch. And um, I'm glad to see that she's still doing her thing. She's still mm-hmm. looking good. Definitely. And I'm um, still producing. And hopefully along with the documentary, hopefully her and her and Diddy doing some stuff in the studio to drop. And um, Well, you know, for her in particular, and, you know, not to just harp on Mary J, she just seems, and again, I don't know her, but she just seems like that fly girl from your neighborhood yeah. who could sing. Because everybody's, you know, everybody's got one. Like, I can I can now remember who that girl was in okay. my neighborhood. I won't call her name. Okay. But I remember who that girl was in my neighborhood. And that seems like that's who Mary J was and represented. Was 
and represent it. So I think that is a part of her appeal as well, okay. particularly amongst women, because we see ourselves in her. And that is an incredible thing that she is able to do mm-hmm. because, of course, you know, none of us will probably ever meet her. You know, we're not in her stratosphere. Right. And we don't travel in those same circles, but we can still relate. But, you know, when you talk about these biopics and stuff, I always watch those. I'm always fascinated. Who have you watched that you've those. been like really intrigued by? So um, I watched the, oh, several. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, I always like to see like the Temptations movie. OK. Now, of course, I, I don't know how much truth truth it is because all of the members are not here to give their their piece when when it was made um you know so there's always an alternative version of of things mm-hmm. so you got a different perspective you, so you got to take that in into you know in a perspective as to mm-hmm. who is telling the story right okay. um but you know just the things that they went through like how these groups i'm always fascinated with how these groups form yes because it just seems like magic yes right you know yes. because you'll have like neighborhood people and you know they're just singing on the corner and then the next thing you know they realize they have something special and then along the way they lose that you know like one of the I was listening to a Drake song the other day and and I'm gonna um, I'm gonna quote this wrong so I apologize uh, to Drake but one of the, the things that he was saying is you know I remember how I felt and what I thought when I was there, when I wished I was here. Mm. And and that line speaks to that hunger when you don't have anything, when you're striving. Yes. And how once you make it, you can lose that, you lose that hunger. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that that happens to anyone who has accomplished anything. Mm-hmm. Because at first, it is all hunger, it is all drive. Yes. Right? Yes. And then you make it, quote unquote, mm-hmm. whatever that means for you. And there may be a lack of ambition because, you know, if you just set just this one dream, you're here. Yeah. There is nothing next. What is it beyond that? What's next? Yeah. You know, and, and a lot of times I think when we are having dreams and setting dreams for ourselves, and this is something that I, I have to, you know, self-coach myself with, is not limiting the dreams that I can have. There you go. You know, because as a little girl, I dreamed of being a doctor. Well, OK, I got to be a doctor. And then it was just like, oh, OK. But I didn't have anything else because this was my singular focus. Okay. But then, you know, as I experienced different things, I was like, okay. You know, I began to set different goals for myself. And so that hunger has reemerged in a different in a different way. Wow. We have one minute left. Oh. And it's been awesome. Thank you for joining sure, I've us. I've enjoyed this. I wanted to tap into some more stuff, but I mean, we're running out of time. I wanted to, When you said I Temptation. I am available next Thursday. You know what I thought about? I thought about New Edition. Yes. And that element. And, so. and that Bobby Brown story, too. The Bobby, yeah. All of that tied Ooh. in. But yes. great show. Thank you for the information. Thank sure. you for joining us. And, this was uh, fun. Yeah. Allowing the listeners to, to hear you in studio. Indeed. All right, y'all. Well, tune in tomorrow. Uh, Alvin will be here tomorrow, so you'll be here with me. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next time. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to this special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. We hope the information provided will help in every way possible. For more information, please visit oldfashionedhealth.com. Tune in at this time next week and stay safe.